Welcome again, everybody, to Kings of the Heart, but the Cypher 3. The Cypher 3. What, you know why it's the Cypher 3? Because not just myself and Dr. John Hart, we are also welcoming back to the crew, Miss Weena crew. Cullens. Weena Cullens. What's up, Miss Weena? Hey. hey, hey. I have been missing in action. What's up, yes. folks? We've been missing you, lady. We need your voice. The people need to hear your voice. Yes. How you yes. doing? it. You been all right? How have I been or where have I been? I can't tell you where <laughs> I've been. I might have to spray um, you, knock you out. And <laughs> got those but I can tell you. She got yeah, some I've been doing great. Good, doing good, great. good to see you. Good to see you. And Dr. Hart, my brother, what's up, man? My uh, brother's always good to see you. We're so glad we have the Cypher 3 again. Stawina's back. Yeah. So I'm in a great mood, great spirits. Always good to see you both. Yeah, it feels good. The Cypher 3, man. I, I miss it. I miss this this collective right here that we have. I know, the, right? But you know who missed y'all? The people missed y'all. Yeah. I missed us. I hope, I hope so. And we're here for you, the people, today. And we have a great topic. Great, great topic. This one's based off an article that we read in Psychology Today. Gotta give them a shout out. And the article addressed this new emphasis on single men and how lonely single men are that now there are more single men out there who are not getting married who are not in relationships and there's some reasons behind it and we want to discuss some of those reasons so hopefully you'll be able to take a little bit from this and apply it to your own relationships that's what we do here with kings of the heart cypher a three so let's get started let's get started so dr john I'm going to start with you, man. I know you see some men as individuals. I know you see men within, you know, for couples, too, in your practice. Mm-hmm. What's the vibe that you get, even with the men who are in relationships, around the difficulties that are caused by their lack of emotional intelligence? And even, please, define for the people what emotional intelligence is. Yeah, so, I mean, emotional intelligence is like this multi-layered, uh, it's a multi-layered component of different aspects of who we are as human beings, right? So when we think intelligence, is easy to go immediately to IQ, but there's so many different components of emotional intelligence, right? There's like the ability to be aware, right, of what's going on, the ability to identify, the ability to express the ability to regulate, you know, right. um, the ability to also pick up on cues and, and stuff like that. I mean, like there's emotional intelligence. I mean, there's a tremendous amount of research on it um, and it just really breaks down like our abilities um, to be able to um, live as human beings and really go through interactions, interpersonal relationships right. in a healthy way. And so there's different components that 
people get assessed on and we as therapists really try to help people improve upon. Mm -hmm. So while you may be good at identifying, you may not be great at expressing. And so we really work in a very comprehensive way to address so many layers. Why I'm stressing layers is because um, at least my experience working with men, um, some, you know, some men, even those in relationships are struggling in certain ways and not in other ways. Mm -hmm. And so being able to kind of hone in, right. Um, One good example that I've, that I've seen um, with men that I've worked with like in therapy is um the emotional awareness part like that's one of them have to push back because um that's actually not true i mean biologically that's not true Mm -hmm. um but that idea of um not uh, you know that that introduction of i actually do feel is usually the first step i gotta be honest and then that actually opens the door to other issues and then i know i'm skipping over but i definitely want to hear what you guys think it's outside of being aware of the emotions then there is selective emotions that really uh become prominent for a lot of men right uh the best example i always stress um when giving a talk is usually anger right and and why and how is it that anger for men is the most prominent emotion Uh and what's behind that um how are men socialized around that um is even from a socially constructive narrative like is anger the only emotion that men will be appropriately uh given um uh a pass for right right? and 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 a good example is like sports right so how do you use your anger and aggression to really harness and perform well that's actually a narrative right, right. and so that actually to your point brother Rick, that, that that doesn't play well in relationships yeah. and also for brothers who are not in relationships uh it's not playing well um because you do have to be um aware about what you're feeling to be able to be uh sensitive and mindful of the other person in the relationship and that tends to create a lot of problems communication mm-hmm. uh, connecting relating those kind of things mm-hmm. so i mean that's just kind of like my quick you know spiel like you know i'd love to kind of hear what you guys think about that but that's a, that's some of the stuff that i'm seeing in the therapy room how about you Ina? what are you seeing in there well i have to take it back a step to talk about this article a bit because okay. it sets us up by posing that men are single and lonelier than ever and I was thinking to myself, well, is that really true? Just because this person is asserting that because of three statistics, um, it would appear that things are more competitive for men, that that maybe men are more lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm not sure if I, if I believe that that article actually made a case for it. Okay. So... Um, so what, what would you say then if... If not about men being more lonely than ever before, what case do you think the article is making? If they made any case at all, well, right? Well, let's let's introduce the listeners to some of the key components of the article. Okay. The first thing that this male author asserts <laughs> is that uh, <laughs> right now dating app users are sixty two percent men, right? Dominated by men, right. and be- and because of that women are overwhelmed by their options and it is simply a more competitive pool mm-hmm. for men 
right? Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then, of course, the second component, and I'm going to let somebody else help me with the third, if you remember, was that uh, those are lack, so that lack of emotional skills, as Dr. John was talking about, uh, makes it harder for men to maintain healthy relationships. That we're at this, this junction in life where uh, some women, once they see behind the veil and realize that that some men are not good at partnering, they can't respond to those emotional cues, they lack the awareness, um, they're saying, I'm just not having it. And so perhaps men are then finding themselves outside of relationships that will go the distance. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, so it's important that the listeners know what did we read that even sparked our interest right. in talking about this discussion. Um, so back to what I'm seeing in the therapy room, are single men lonelier than ever? Um, I'm seeing that they're fighting for more skills. Mm-hmm. They are actually coming in to learn how to maintain healthier relationships once they have found someone they don't so easily give up because they see that there are more options available to them to potentially learn how to actually be in a partnership in a relationship with someone so i can't say that i know for sure whether or not men are lonelier than ever And I would agree. You know, I would say, you know, you're right. The article didn't really make a case for whether or not men are lonelier than ever before. I will say Mm -hmm. it made the case that women aren't uh, being as accepting of men's lack of emotional intelligence like they would be before. I think that's one thing that's becoming more clear, that women are articulating what they need a lot more aggressively so that men recognize they need to be able to step up to the plate. Yeah, there's more competition out there for them, particularly in the dating app world, you know? So what are you gonna do to kind of put yourself out there in a way that makes you more attractive? And one of those things that the article was saying was being more emotionally intelligent, being able to articulate, you know, your, your feelings and to express your feelings and be open to the feelings of other people. You know, so I think that's the key point. So yeah, right. Yeah. We don't know, you know, there's, based on those few statistics that the, the author provided, we can't tell for sure if men overall are more lonely. I know in my practice, the men are in relationships. There's a lot of people who are, I'm seeing, um, who are obviously married. But I think we are, we're involved, but we're just not involved in a healthy way. You know, we're mm-hmm. not we're not as invested, especially as men a lot of times, we're not as invested in the relationship in a way that's going to make it feel and, and be healthy. And I think that's, if you want to say, okay, well, Maybe you're lonely because you're not in a healthy relationship. People are in relationships, right. but you may not be in a healthy mm-hmm. relationship. And that's mm-hmm. the part that we need to be able to focus on. If you are in a relationship and you're not really connecting in the way that you need to be in order for it to, again, feel healthy, then what are you lacking? What are you not doing? Yeah, you can find 50 people to go on dates with, but why aren't you connecting with them in a way that moves into something better or something deeper? You know, so what's really going on? What's really behind the the lack of connection that people are having or mm. not having what's, what's behind that lack of connection mm. you know so yeah we have the emotional intelligence and you know the only other piece i want to add on to what dr john was saying about the emotional intelligence is finding the right words to use you know it's one thing not to know what to learn 
what it is that you're feeling and be able to to think about that, but actually articulating that. And so, yeah, a lot of people will express anger all the time. But what are the words behind the feelings you're experiencing? That's the part of emotional intelligence I think people often miss. I need to learn. You know, I have, need to broaden my vocabulary. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And so even yeah. that playing into the the problems behind connecting. But what do you got to think about, you know, the, the problems that people are having connecting and what's actually causing them? Well, let's talk about this dating app situation. Okay. Since, Thank you. Thank this you. article brought it Thank up. You. Okay. That's what right? I was thinking too. Right. I was thinking the same thing. Yep. Go for it. So, so yeah, Brother Rikas, you started asking us, what do we see in our practices? And then you mentioned, um, were the men lonely? And we look at this statistic that 62% of dating app users are men. I thought, whoa, well, let me address how some of my female clients are feeling about entering the dating app world okay. and being veterans in that dating app world. Right. Hmm. Are they overwhelmed by the number of men who are interested in them? Uh, hmm. I would say that they are absolutely overwhelmed initially to see how processes work on dating apps where you're swiping and you're starting the process of getting to know somebody beneath the surface. And the issue here though, is that it's, it's not very different, different from being on the street sometimes when somebody (laughs) makes a pass at you. Which is hollering. Yeah. 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 Cat some, calling, yeah. Cat, well, you took took it right out of my mouth. <laughs> some people approach you on the apps, cat calling mm-hmm. you, making it very clear that they're interested only in a hookup. Right. Some folks, of course, are interested in what your pictures look like. They want to move very quickly to a physical level. Right. But by and large, um, I would say that after just a couple short weeks, maybe months, a lot of my female dating app users come back and say, wow, we know the pool is actually so shallow. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing the same guys making the rotations on just about every dating app. And very mm-hmm. quickly, I've cycled through trying to get to know a good number of them who have matched with me and we've met some challenges. Right. They only want to text. Nobody wants to pick up the phone and call. Um, when it's time to actually plan a date, I got ghosted or they were late. Poor, poor, poor communication. Yeah. Or I find out once we've already invested a week or two into talking that they're still married and their situation is messy <laughs> or they haven't come to the table with the whole truth. Right. And now I've invested this time and it makes me feel really reluctant to get back out there and give other people a shot. Yeah. So this may be contributing to, again, why some men may be struggling to connect as you say the skills that you need to actually connect with someone even in this technological world are at a advanced level for some and if you can't make a great first impression from behind a computer screen or a phone screen Mm. then it's going to be indicative sometimes mm-hmm. of whether or not you're ready to actually have a healthy relationship in real life. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. thoughts? Go ahead, Dr. John. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I, I, I think what Sister Ween is bringing up is like really, is really legit. I know, I, I think to me when I read the article, I felt the article, especially around the dating app uh, part, was a bit incomplete. And I was like, where are the statistics or where's the qualitative data to really highlight what women's experiences are? Okay, there's 62% men who are lonely, but like there's another side to that, right? And if we're going, even if we're going to hyper-focus on like one group, which is like men, I don't know, the researcher inside me still thinks that it would have been very strong and complimentary to like either have some data or have some anecdotes around what women's experiences regarding either that trend or at least like what Sister Winnie is kind of highlighting. So I want to start off by saying that because like, uh, you know, and then the other thing that I was thinking about, which is why I'm glad like we're talking about the dating apps thing is, um, you know, Sister Winnie is right. I'm not I'm not going to act as though, uh, you know, because of dating apps like okay like it's a problem i mean there's there's time and time again people have had very successful relationships um even men right mm -hmm. and 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 that's the like let's also acknowledge that so that came from um, dating apps you mean yeah it right. came from dating right. apps yeah right. and so it's it's important to kind of acknowledge that right um so but i'm also thinking about well what's the level of accountability these men have so it's easy to say 62 percent of men who are on there there's a lot more and competition is fierce but i think i think Wiener's right i mean what's it's a little bit more nuanced like what's the level of accountability if if a, if a guy's showing up late and not dressed well i don't know what you would expect anybody to right. really do i right. mean like like let's be honest i mean you'd have to knock their socks off for the rest of the day it'd have to be almost stellar if right. i had to guess but still right, right? But she's also right, though, I think what skills. So the other part is like the deficit part, the skills deficit part. And so Sister Wiener, I agree. It's like if you're already lacking there, do we even have a shot to even get into the first date? Mm -hmm. If it's a if it's a hassle to text or call or to stay in communication or, that, you know, even hearing from my wife and even what her experiences were, you know, before we met, it's like, are you being inappropriate? Like even during these text messages, like let me call mm -hmm. it for what it is. I mean, some guys are like straight to the point some guys are like texting like some really inappropriate things and i don't really know how you can build um or even get to a first date and so that always has me really thinking about what's the lowest so 60 60 men on that app and they're lonely my whole thing is like well what's the personal accountability right and then i'll i'll kind of end here the other thing that um when sister wiener was kind of talking i'm also saying to myself like look I would say the number of so-called lonely men would be even higher if we didn't have dating apps, okay? <laughs> because you'd have to put in work on the street. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, in the, in, in the, in the, I mean, cat calling, all that other stuff is like, yeah, it's really inappropriate or whatever, but to really do it right, that's a lot of work. That's a lot of, like, work on yourself. I mean, confidence. How many men are confident? Oh, and the reason why I brought this up, this is what it is. Sorry, daddy brain. Um, It's because, <laughs> it's, it's because, um, you i wonder if these algorithms remember the article talks about i wonder if these algorithms and all this other stuff makes it easier for men to just kind of take a step back from that work they probably need to put in and say like well let me just get on the app i'm pretty sure i can find someone and just take it from there and who's to say that that's building some level of complacency around while i'm still on the app or while i'm not using the app you should still be putting in work and that's what i tell my male clients mm -hmm. you should still be putting in work regardless yeah so i'll, well, I'll stop Dr. There. John, well can you just give us a snippet of that piece about algorithms because the listeners haven't read the article and just what is the idea of algorithms on the dating app really basically 
Yeah. So so in 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 dating apps, right? It, it's it's the uh you know it's like the mechanical systematic formula. way yeah thank you formula that allows folks to be able to match based on compatibility so as you fill out your profile as you answer questions there's an algorithm that says like hey you're going to be good with this person and it's based on percentages and numbers and so when i was mentioning the algorithm i mean i think for today's culture it's easy to kind of rely on it when most of the work is being done by the machine to say hey it's it i'll give you a really good example even using that my wife used to tell me that there are times when she was on the apps and like there would be guys who'd be like hey it says we're 96 percent compatible so we should like link up and it's like why because the number said that you see what i mean like right. the algorithm dictates that and so the so when the author brings it up like hey don't worry the algorithm is going to get better that's where that's where my last yeah. point was about my last point's about Regardless if the algorithm is going to get better, it's going to stay the same. Men have to continue to put in work right. and have to understand that dating apps is a tool, but it does not make you, um, it shouldn't put you in a complacent mode where you're Don it does Juan all the app. You're Don yeah, Juan all then, of a sudden, right? Yeah, you're Don Juan because yeah. that's not that's not the point. So yeah. that's that's what I meant. <laughs> but I'm wondering too, Don though. Juan. I'm wondering too. You know Don Juan's your man. Um, I'm wondering too, though. Because we're looking at the numbers, you know, based off of what the article is saying. And I wonder if, back to this idea of competition, are women actually the ones who have the, the, um, the chance here, especially on dating apps, to actually do the picking? And that's one of the reasons why guys, based on the article again, mm -hmm. are lonelier. Because men, although we're putting stuff out there on these apps... But women essentially are the ones who are saying yes or no. And so now, yeah, based on the Ooh. algorithm, we have all these different selections of people who are, you know, potential matches for you. But ultimately, do women have the power to decide who they want to connect with more so than men on the apps? I think there are a couple of dating apps that are specifically geared toward putting women in the driver's yeah, seat. And right, now's a great time to let everybody know that this article is talking primarily about heterosexual relationships. Right, right, exactly. So I may be wrong, but it, I think it's Bumble that lets the woman choose mm -hmm. whether or not she's mm -hmm. going to match with a person okay. and so there are a number of women who feel that that's a better bet they can graduate i'm sorry gravitate toward that and be in the driver's seat in that way um something about this this topic and going in about men being lonely it's got my my stomach tingling a little bit though it's so many I think issues around expectations Okay. that that I think we have to talk about and developmental life stages to give this topic justice. I, I agree. Okay. Uh, and that's what I was demeaning by the nuance too. So I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm struggling with going on this very, very brief article about the dating app usage being slightly higher among men and the algorithms and, and even the emotional skills piece. I think that the author may be citing some really important points about those things being important for us to know and look at, but through the different developmental life stages, 
as women and men, we have different expectations for what we're looking for. True. And to lump True. a 25 year old in Correct. the same category as a 45 year Correct. old. Correct. Male or female, when you're attempting to get into a relationship and you're looking at the expectations for how it's going to go, how long a relationship is going to last, and even defining what is loneliness, we can't have a safe ethical discussion about this without breaking some of these pieces down, right? Yeah, 100%. Right, right. So um, I was talking to someone earlier and I let them know that this was going to be what we were unpacking today and uh, it was it was a guy and he was sharing and he's in his mid-40s that when he got all out of the dating scene because now he's happily in a relationship it was not because there was a shortage of eligible women who were interested Mm -hmm. But his desires had changed over time and he was now more selective of who he wanted to be with. And because of that, uh, he wouldn't define himself as being lonely per se, though he had been alone for several years. It was, it was intentional, but he also was now looking for women with a certain caliber or, or a set of qualities that would be able to go the distance now 10 years before that though 15 years before that this same guy may have been in the category of guys who may not have had the the high level of emotional awareness Mm -hmm. right may have been um looking for something different maybe a short-term relationship may have been okay with you know, kind of having a surface level connection uh, because he was focused on career, building, ambitions, things of that nature. So I'm trying to give this justice because this idea that that men are lonely, it is very, very layered. Yeah. What do y'all think about that? Yeah. Well, I think uh, the main point there, too, is that listen, just to get away from the numbers aspect of it all are the skills. You know, so for those men who are finding it hard to um, connect with people or find relationships, those guys who are heavily on dating apps and aren't the ones being chosen. Okay, so what are the skills that are missing? What what are the deficits that you are um, experiencing that's making it hard for you to be that marketable? So let's talk about that a little bit. What are some of those skills? And we kind of, we started getting into that a little bit earlier, but what are some of those skills right. that, that men who are struggling to connect typically are deficient of? Mm. Hmm. Well, I think Dr. John started breaking that down mm-hmm. very, very early in the conversation. The emotional awareness mm-hmm. is one of the first yes. pieces <laughs> Right. And and there's so much to emotional awareness. Right. First, it's understanding your your own background, where right. you come from, who you are, how you have been raised or socialized and being able to make space for another person's experience. Right. Can you, say, uh, can, can you say that one more time, please? I have a few <laughs> clients, a few clients who think I make stuff up. And here's another 
marriage licensed <laughs> clinical marriage and family therapist who says, can you just one more time, please, just please, please indulge yeah. me. Not only should you be aware of who you are, where you uh-huh. come from, how you have been raised and how that makes you show up in the world, but that's in the right hand. In the left hand, you also have to be able to hold and make space for how other people were raised, where they come from, uh, how they were socialized, who they are. Their it's like snowflakes, right? There are no two snowflakes right. that are alike. There are no right. two people who are alike. Very and well therefore, said. we go into partnerships knowing that there's going to be some conflict because we're not the same. Right. There can be complementary relationships where our differences really do help strengthen the other person and vice versa, but there's going to be a face-off. You must make space for another person's experience. And that's not to say that you have to either believe their perspective or even um, feel good about what they're saying. It's just at least understanding, understanding that perspective, understanding and taking right. into consideration what that person's history is as you're trying to make room for, you know, those other emotions that you may not be comfortable with. Right. Then the other piece of emotional awareness has to do with understanding any trauma that mm-hmm. you have encountered. It's like right. um, it, it kind of leaves a, a, a actual print on your DNA, even if it's a right little T trauma or big T trauma, you have to understand that some of the things that you have experienced have left a mark. Right. And if you don't understand that the things that you've experienced that might've been painful or uncomfortable or unhealthy, leave a mark, then you show up having those things unprocessed and you're going to end up playing it out or processing it in a relationship, an intimate one with another human being. Right. That's that baggage that we talk about. Yep. You know, it's, yep. we, we all have some kind of baggage in there and being able to unpack that so that you're able to have that healthier connection. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 What else, Dr. John? What yeah. are some other skills? Um, one of the biggest ones that I'm working on week in and week out uh <laughs> And I feel like a broken record sometimes is um, the ability to validate. I'm always preaching that mm-hmm. um, yes. a lot of men struggle because and, and I'll, I'll say it bluntly, because one of the things that I've seen very consistently is men have a hard time of distinguishing between validating and agreeing. And right, I'm always exactly. having to really separate and say mm-hmm. that just because you validate your partner's feelings does not mean that you agree with said behavior, situation, right? Outcome. But you're all you're saying is, uh, as my partner, if I were to slow down and empathize with you in this moment, if I put myself in your shoes, I get it, right? I get it. It makes, it makes sense, sense to me. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. Wow. I could see how you see it that way. I have been getting referrals from you guys other folks it's like men are showing up and they're struggling because their partners are like i was trying to tell them what was going on for me and their response was well i disagree or i don't see it that way and and i always i mean in, in a lot of the work in the beginning so when you when, when brother reek asked the question my mind went straight to that because i mean and, and sister Wien is correct like that's why i brought up emotional awareness i mean it's very critical but to be on the receiving side of vulnerability, there are skills needed. 
the most mm-hmm. important skill, well, a couple of them, there's a lot of them that come to my mind is the ability to listen and the ability to validate. Right. I always mm-hmm. I always have to teach men validate before you respond. Right. Damn, that's big. That's a huge <laughs> paradigm shift for a lot of brothers. No, yeah, no, no. It is. The You're reason right. why I say this right is because brothers that. go straight to responding. Right. You're ready to respond. Validate what you heard first. Reflect right. back what you heard first. Right. Do that stuff first. What they're ready to do is like they're building arguments or they're already like, you know, interrupting they're, they're defensive. themselves. They're like, defensive, yeah, it's right? very defensive. Right. And so there's nothing I always say when we talk emotions, there's nothing to agree about. Mm-hmm. People feel what they feel. You need to hear them. Yeah. You need to slow down to be able to feel, right? It's a skill. I mean, that's why ideally you want to teach these things at a very early age. And that's for another day, another topic. And so you get these men who are like, uh, you know, Weena said at different developmental stages who haven't really had that kind of um, uh, introduction of skills, uh, practicing, but also going to the word I used earlier, uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to tie this up and I'm stop so you guys can list other skills. Brother Reek said something I think is very fitting to like what I'm saying right now. Um, I've, I've come in contact with men who they were given feedback about their inability to validate or be emotionally aware Mm -hmm. and they didn't want to listen they didn't take it seriously (laughs) and that's on them right and so hear me out i hope that's why as a researcher i hope some of the men who do that i hope those weren't some of the men who were surveyed as the 62 percent who are lonely because like (laughs) you 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 caused that right because no no let's be real like people don't show up in our office not not all but most of the time people are showing up in our office with their partners have given them feedback you're not listening to me or i need more validation and and some of these brothers are like well you know i don't know or i don't want to do it because they're conflating skills and ideas clinically that's messing them up and again the biggest example i will give you and i'll stop guys out there are conflating validating with agreeing and i'm seeing it messed up connections day in and day out throughout Mm -hmm. the week but let me add this one piece to that too on the other side of it what i find is that for a lot of their partners they may not actually be articulating their feelings because they're conflating feelings and criticisms the moment someone says i feel like you're getting away from the feelings you're about to start pointing your finger about about something and so we're asking men sometimes to validate someone saying, I feel like. Well, there's nothing to validate there. They're not actually expressing their feelings. So it's a matter of teaching everybody all around that how you actually express your feelings is very important too, not just your thoughts, because you can get lost in your thoughts, but no one has to agree with your thoughts. That's always subjective. Right. So you don't have to validate the thought. You don't have to validate the behavior. You don't have to validate the perspective. Correct. You Correct. validate the feelings Correct. based off of those things. But the person has to make sure that they're actually articulating the feelings. Now, the other skill that I was thinking of that I work on constantly with my clients is consistent effort. So even if you are learning to articulate yourself better, even if you are validating better, are you doing it consistently? When you think about these, quote unquote, lonely men, is one of the reasons why you find yourself by yourself by yourself is because you're not being consistent in the effort that the person's expecting. We didn't mention expectations earlier. We all have these expectations. Well, you've built up these expectations with someone. And so now they're showing up for you based off of what you showed them before, but the consistency falls off. Now, hey, I got them. You know, they're here. I don't have to do anything else. No. Correct. Everything yeah, you yeah, were doing I before, you have to continue doing. I've seen that. You know? <laughs> and, that's how some, and that's actually how some women do, like, express in therapy. Like, he 
he stopped when he got me right and, or, or 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 things along those lines and and you know just ideas of complacency so i definitely right. hear that man yeah. like i see that too because yeah. what you hear from a lot of guys is yo it's so much work at the beginning yeah, yeah. that's what relationships <laughs> yeah, are they work their work. You think just because you're in it now, you can stop doing the work? No, you. Actually, no, man, you don't. You don't. You don't get the promotion and it just start right. stop. You 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 got a huge promotion, right. man. You you need right. to keep it up. Yeah, that's what they I have just, a hard time with. Go ahead, Wiener. I just want to smack some hot pink duct tape over my mouth. I mean, my blood is literally boiling over here mm-hmm. thinking about some of these things that we're talking about. Uh, first thing that came to mind was around the idea of validation. I notice in my work that men, some are naturally competitive. Oh yeah, and they yeah. don't right, <laughs> yeah. and and you just don't learn to disarm that Correct. mechanism Correct. when you're talking to your significant other or right. your right. partner. Well so said. we we spend a lot of time talking about how when you and your partner try to engage in a conversation, women are so much more relational in general um and not all but when you put a relational woman in a a passionate conversation with a leader uh, a male who has his voice brings that barbershop talk into the conversation you know you might be used to talking about the football game and the basketball game or you know, playing the dozens of Joneson on somebody <laughs> and it gets really loud and yeah. you're like, no, no, that's crazy. You're talking crazy, right? And the woman's trying to have this peaceful, productive conversation about something that's not working in the conversation. And sometimes of no fault, by no fault of their own, uh, a man will express himself in that same way, escalated tone, yeah, that tone right. use a really casual language, maybe even, you know, doing a little bit of, of like nitpicking Jones in a bit. Yeah. And it, it creates an injury right there. Right. The woman yeah. is like, what, what is all of this? Mm-hmm. Right. I, we can't have a discussion if you're roaring at me like a lion. Mm-hmm. And then when they try to debrief a couple of days later, because it absolutely causes the conversation to shut down, the man is not even aware that her experience of the conversation was at a level 10 right. in terms of aggression or disrespect, mm-hmm. dismissiveness. And he'll minimize he that. He was at a level two. Yeah. Right? He'll minimize. He'll minimize. He wasn't yeah. aware. Right. right. He right. was at a level two. Right. He's like, what? You know, what? You, 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 you ain't you seen need the to 10. Thicker skin. Right. You need to <laughs> yeah. get thicker right. skin. Right. Yeah. I didn't. Girl, I didn't mean it, anything about that. It wasn't that, that right? bad. It wasn't that bad. Come on. It wasn't yeah. Right. It wasn't yeah. that bad. No. And, and that's simply a, a lack of knowledge on couples' parts mm-hmm. that the way we unpack issues in our most intimate romantic relationships has to look different Mm. from some of the intimate spaces that we have with other people or other groups right but that's also about emotional intelligence like you said earlier part of emotional intelligence is being aware of someone else's feelings and so even when you are being um more aggressive in your tone if you're not keeping an eye for different cues from your mate yeah you're not aware of how it's actually hitting them so yeah for you it's a two when for them it's an eight we'll keep an eye on them 
Look at how they're responding to the way that you're reacting to them. That's emotional intelligence too. You will be a little bit more clear on how they're feeling when you're keeping an eye instead of just saying what you're saying and moving on. No, watch them. See how they respond to you afterwards. See how their tone has changed. Yeah, obviously right. they took whatever you said a little bit harder than you meant it. But that doesn't mean that they're wrong. It's just a different interpretation of how you came at them. That's emotional intelligence in a box for the people who are trying to understand what someone else is going through. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the women also have to get that education as well, mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. in other circles and settings, men don't always speak the same way right. or communicate the same way. And that's not sure. always wrong. Right. That's, that's not true. always wrong. Right. And, and, and I believe that men and women both have to have safe spaces where they Correct. let their hair down and Correct. they talk the way they talk. It, it just, it helps us to bring our whole selves mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. But also, also yeah. understanding intention, you know, from the guy, right. you know, you know, he loves you. You know, he doesn't want to intentionally hurt you. And even though his tone may be a little aggressive, taking it as if, you know, this is just a horrible situation, you have to consider, okay, was that, do you think that was intentional? And I think people right. often forget about that part. You know, it's like, it happens all the time. Well, maybe they don't realize it. Maybe they don't realize the impact it's having on you. You know that they're right. with you for a reason. Are they being intentionally hurtful? No. So is there another way to look at their behavior other than ju- them just being genuinely hurtful? You know, right, but right, we're, yeah, we're, we're going. That last piece. Oh, oh go no, ahead. Go, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say that you know that last piece. I think one of you said about accountability. I know John, you brought it up, but then Tyreek, yeah. you you followed up with some really important pieces about being able to take feedback. Humility equals accountability, mm. and and it's 100%. just yeah, it's 100%. it's so hard sometimes for I found men to take the feedback without feeling like they're being blamed Mm -hmm. for the downfall, the demise, the whole kid and caboodle of the relationship. Right. Or that it's, or that it's nagging. I hear that too. Or that it's just another nag and complaint. Right. That's the knee jerk response. But as you said, Tyreek, but you signed up to be better, right? right. You, you said you wanted to go the distance, right. right? Right. And and there's this big gap between what you have to do to get there versus where we started off. Mm-hmm. 100%. But you know what I think there's also behind that is that when a man is feeling blamed by something, there's a level of guilt that comes with that. And what I've found right. is that guilt and regret are two of the hardest emotions for people to live with. So I'm going mm-hmm. to get defensive because I don't want to feel the guilt. I'm going to minimize what you're saying because I don't want to have Preach. to deal with the regret of what I did and the guilt that, that comes with that. And so yeah. it's not just me saying, well, you know, you're wrong or, you know, I don't like being blamed. No, there are feelings that are accompanying that. And again, getting back to emotional intelligence, recognizing that that's what's actually going on with you. The reason why you're fighting so hard against what they're saying, the reason why you're getting so defensive is because you don't like the way that it makes you feel. And typically the way that it makes you feel is guilty. And so we're trying mm. to get away from that. You know, well, not we, but men overall, or even women sometimes, they're trying to get away from that sense of guilt. So they don't want to make space to understand or to validate because they don't want to feel bad about what happened. 
You know, but that's again because oftentimes what's being articulated is being articulated in a way that seems kind of universal. And it's like, okay, yeah. you, and you know, even as a person um who's expressing themselves, being able to also articulate, okay, well, there are other things that are going on that are positive. This is one area that we're struggling with that I want to talk to you about. So you don't think that, you know, I'm completely catastrophizing that the entire relationship is bad. No, it's just, just this one point. And so if we can do that as a person who's expressing themselves, maybe the person who's listening, they can make room just to receive that one thing as opposed to all the things that are wrong with you. That's what I see. That's that's what I'm seeing. No, it's well yeah. said. Though. It's, it's well said. But so, guys, we have to wrap this up. And as we always do, we like to hit our listeners with a little noble truth. And so, based on today's conversation around the lonely man and what may be contributing to this phenomenon of men being more lonely, or maybe not, what are some of the the bullet points or highlights you'd like to share with our listeners? Let's, let's start off with Weena. Know yourself, know your partner, know your trauma. Okay. All right. Nice and concise. I like that. Like that. <laughs> what you got, Dr. John? Yeah, I, I think it'd be hard to follow that. That was really <laughs> that's like a man, that that look, man, that, that needs to be like on somebody's bumper or t-shirt. T-shirt, like, right, really? right. I just saw a t-shirt all day. That was deep, Sister Wina. Um, no, I, I and I and I think I'm going to go back actually to what Sister Wina said, and I think that's for all parties that, um, you know, humility is accountability. And I think yeah. in order for us to keep growing and healing, we got to work on being humble. And part of that is slowing down, getting help, um, asking, asking other people what are other ways to do it. And I think, and I think when I heard Sister Weena say that, I think that really resonated with, with me. And I wanted to uphold that, yeah. that, mm. that humility is accountability. And yeah. that's the way towards continued growth and healing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, would, I would say that, you know, when you think about that whole aspect of competition, that, yeah, there are a lot of people out here on these dating apps who are trying to get at each other. And you want to be able to stand out a little bit more. Well, beyond that, recognize that there are things that you need to work on. Recognize that there are skills that you need to learn yeah. and be able to apply them to not just what you're trying to do on the app, but to your overall relationships. You know, you want to be mm-hmm. more emotionally mm-hmm. articulate. You want to mm-hmm. be a little bit more emotionally, you know, um, intelligent and, and involved. You know, you have to do that just for life in general. So yeah. even beyond just what you're trying to yeah. do when you're dating, you need to be a little bit more emotionally aware. So work on that. Work on that. Such a hard, hard topic for me. I just love black men so much. I just want to <laughs> hug y'all. It's very difficult sometimes. Yeah, to, we, to... we know, we know, we we know we can be difficult. <laughs> like, yeah, we... No, I just I was actually saying it was it's really really difficult today to talk about uh, what men in general need to do, need to do, need to do, need to do to not be lonely, and we work with it every single day that there may be a great divide. And that there's a lot of work that needs to be done. But today, it was just hard for me. I oh. just want to love on y'all today. <laughs> well, look, we appreciate <laughs> any love that you can give to the brothers, Wiener. Yeah, we, we all we all need it. Um, you know, that's why we need you out there in the in the streets. We need you in the in therapy rooms. For the people, man. For the people. For the people. That's yeah. what we do it for. Look, it, it's time for us to wrap up real quick. Wiener, where can people find out more about you? 
Oh, hit me at weenacullins.com, W-E-E-N-A-C-U-L-L-I-N-S. It's my group practice website. Uh, We are taking new clients and we specialize in working with individuals, couples, and families who are striving for greater. All right. All right. Another bumper sticker right there. How about you, Dr. John? How how can people find out more about what you got going on? Hey, you always know uh, kingsoftheheart.com. Always come and check out. You see our podcast. You see the work that we're doing. You'll see both uh, Kings of the Heart. You'll also see some of the Cypher links up there. So come check it out. Um, You can always, um, you know, reach me at www.rccmaryland, spell the whole Maryland out.com. Doing great work in, uh, you know, with mental health and just people in the community. Um, and just always excited to be around folks like Brother Reek and Sister Weena and just really trying to make a change for all couples and all single folks and family and friends. So appreciate yes. you guys, man. Right. And you can find me at, like Dr. John said, kingsoftheheart.com. You can also find more about my practice at insightmft.com or more about me and some of the other work I have going on out in the community at Tyreek omariwalton.com all right guys great session glad great to session. have you guys all together again the cypher three always feeds me so deeply <laughs> back in business all right yeah, i know right man it's, it's it's i was so looking forward to it and so um and and i and i just feel like you know we should tackle this again with a little bit more nuance i mean that's really stuck with me when sister weena said so um, hopefully we can think some things up and come back with, with, with more for the folks. But that's what we're gonna do. Love love today's topic. Hope everyone loved it, folks. Indeed, indeed. All right, guys, check us out again later. Love you. Take care. Goodbye. Peace. See ya.